Greetings and salutations to everybody out there in podcast land. This is the Judo Chop Suey Podcast, and I'm your host, Judo Dave Roman. What's going on, everybody? You have a good weekend? I sure did. I watched Logan this weekend with my wife, so I'd like to give you, the listeners, a spoiler-free review of the movie. So, here goes. It was awesome. <laughs> it was It was awesome. And, well, just so that you guys know, I'm sure you if you haven't watched the movie, you've probably heard about this already, that the Deadpool 2 trailer began, was was presented at the beginning of the movie, not part of the normal trailers that they have prior to the movie. And so the Deadpool t- trailer was hilarious. And I'm one of those few guys, apparently, I wasn't a big fan of the first Deadpool movie. I, I don't know. I, I'm 42 years old when it, it when it came out last year. I've I've gotten a little bit old, old or old enough to the point where jokes about farts or private parts or or just real sophomore type stuff just doesn't do it for me anymore from a humor standpoint. Uh, and I don't know. I I mean I enjoyed Deadpool, but it wasn't. I mean I I had friends that say this is the greatest Marvel movie ever, and I was like, I just just no way. But Logan may very well be the best that Marvel uh the best Marvel movie that has been produced today. It was it was what Wolverine is supposed to be in a movie and it's extremely violent and it was the story was very good and it's very sad. And that's about as much as I can say about the movie. I'm sure you've seen the little girl in the movie, I know if the trailers didn't give it away, uh, I, I'm not going to give it away. I don't, I don't remember the, the the Logan trailers, but it's not too much of a leap for you guys to figure out if you haven't watched the movie who the little girl is supposed to be. The action scenes were were phenomenal, and there were some. There was a low point or two in the movie, but other than that, I, I just thought that the the story. And the action and and the the acting were were just top notch and and it's really, I I know for a fact I think Hugh Jackman has stated it that he's not going to continue doing Wolverine, and I think you'll see why and 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 it's it's time for him to retire that character. But it's really interesting for me to see how he has really made that character his own over the past. Gosh. 17 years when did the first x-men come out in 2000 and i remember back then when it came out that i i used to think hugh jackman was pretty jacked back then but but man he looked fantastic today i mean he he or or not today but in in this latest installment of him playing the wolverine character and i i I don't know how much more i can say without giving the movie away so i'm just going to leave it at that but it was a fantastic movie I highly recommend that you see it. I normally don't talk about things that are not related to judo on this podcast, but every once in a while when I see something that's fantastic or or some kind of you guys know that I'm I'm kind of a uh, geeky in in that sort of thing. I love the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I love all the Marvel stuff on Netflix. I'm a big time gamer for you PS4 uh people out there. You can you can friend request me at Lavita Judoka. Uh, which happens to be my Twitter handle as well. So I'm big into that kind of stuff. And I highly recommend if you're anything like me, you go see that movie. Um, and if you're nothing like me, 
you should go see that movie anyway because it's it's worth the time. It's, it's It was a lot better than a lot of the other Marvel movies that have been put out over this past... What, gosh, it, they're going on about 20 years with the Marvel Cinematic Universe with, with uh, a lot of these type of movies. They're pretty close to it. But anyway, great movie. I highly recommend you watch it. I got a lot I want to get to on this podcast, but there's some housekeeping things I want to take care of before I move on to the subjects of the day and the topics of interest, at least interest to me. Maybe you guys don't care about it, but I sure do. First things first, I'm letting you guys know that the weekend, the first weekend of April, you're not going to get a podcast. I know, I know, but I've said this already. I'm going to WrestleMania that weekend. My buddy Matt is coming down. He's going to come down for that weekend, and we're going to go over to Orlando because WrestleMania is being held in Orlando, someplace in Orlando, some arena. Uh, Actually, it's a stadium, if I recall correctly. Anyway, Camping World Stadium, some stupid name like that. But I'm going to WrestleMania. I'm going to see some of my favorite wrestlers. And there is just not going to be an opportunity for me to record a podcast for you wonderful listeners that are out there. So I'm letting you guys know that weekend you're going to have to find another podcast. Uh, Speaking of which, you know what podcast you can listen to? There's a new judo podcast out there called The Original Judo Podcast hosted by James Austin. And let me tell you something. You got to listen to this podcast. I'm going to give you two reasons why you need to listen to this podcast. One, he speaks with an English accent. And two, he talks about judo and interviews people within the judo community. But most importantly, he speaks with an English accent. So you need a break from this New York slash Massachusetts slash Southern accent. If you need a break from this kind of accent, you can check out the original judo podcast. He's doing a tremendous job. I think he just recently uploaded an episode a couple of days ago. I have not listened to it, but he had a very nice interview on his uh, on his first episode, and I encourage you all to check it out. Uh, it's it's important to me that the people in the ju- judo community who are trying to grow judo and get more listeners out there and such, and and just get more visibility. It's important for me to get those people noticed and. By that way, you can we can create interest at a grassroots level. Now, now this guy, I, I think he competed at a much higher level, so he's not a ham and egger like myself. But it doesn't matter if he can get interviews with people who do currently compete at a high level. It's going to really make for an interesting g- online judo community. So I hope I can bring a little something to you guys. I think I have, judging by the amount of downloads that I've had on this podcast, which is approaching 4,000 total downloads. I'm just really blown away by that number. But the more people who take a risk and take a chance to put themselves out there on a podcast or on a website or a blog or wherever they want to promote themselves, the better it is going to be for the judo community because I'm all about having this community grow and, and generating some real genuine interest and excitement for all things judo, which is something that I've said many times before I'm very passionate about. If you're a return listener to the podcast, I'd like to welcome you back. And if you're a new listener, I'd like to welcome you and congratulate you for making it this far into the podcast. 
If you are not aware, I talk all things judo on this podcast with the exception of, you know, I just talked about the movie there. But I'd like talking about all things related to judo. In this particular episode, I'm going to do my first product review, and that is specific to judo, and I'll get to that a little bit later. I'm also going to talk briefly about the Grand Slam that happened over this weekend in Baku, Azerbaijan. I got that name right. Thank you very much. I'm also going to talk about some of the listener reaction I've had from not so much last podcast, but but some of the previous podcasts. I keep getting messages, and some of them are of interest to me. But first, guess whose birthday it is today? No, it's not mine. It's Brenner Marcone's birthday. Who's that, you ask? He's a judoka from Brazil, and he's 21 years old today. How do I know this? Thanks to judoinside.com, that's how. Hey, Hans, there you go. Another plug for judoinside.com, and I'm still waiting for my water bottle. I, I, I saw your Instagram page today, and I saw a dog had your water bottle. Actually, it was probably my water bottle that I should have received already. Had that water bottle in its mouth. And it was a great picture, but I'm left wondering, how is it a dog can get a official judo inside water bottle? And here I am over in the United States, dying of thirst in Florida, waiting for my official judoinside.com water bottle. So, hey, Hans, I'll do whatever it takes to get that water bottle. There's your plug. And it's not really a plug. I don't have an agreement with Hans of judoinside.com to do this. But I think you guys should check out the site. It's They've got a lot of great material on there. And a lot of great news, a lot of judo results, a lot of results on competitions that I just simply cannot comment on because I, I can't I can't watch them all. This is just a this is just a fun hobby I do on the side. My real job has to do with other things, which I'm actually going to talk about a little bit later today. But and I, it'll tie into the product review that I'm going to be doing. But I. Highly suggest you guys check out judoinside.com. And Hans, let me know what I got to do to get that water bottle. Because when I went to see the Logan movie uh, this weekend, I would have liked to have snuck that bottle in there and and drink from the official judoinside.com water bottle. So, hey, let me know what I got to do. I watched a little bit of the Baku Grand Slam this weekend. And by a little bit, I'm only talking about the final matches of day three. I, I have not been able to watch this particular tournament. I've had a pretty full weekend. And I just have not been able to get up early enough to to watch this while it's going on live. And just with things going on around the house and going to see the movie and spending time with my wife. It just, I just have not, I don't have all of those hours to watch that tournament from beginning to end every single day. I mean, three days worth of tournaments. I'm going to catch up to it. I'm going to break down some of the matches that are worth seeing next week. I promise that my breakdown will be even quicker. I won't spend a whole ton of time on it, but but I did watch some of the final matches in day three today. Uh, most notably, the, the 78 kilogram gold medal match, or the over 78 kilo gold medal match, and then the the over 100 gold, uh, kilogram gold medal match. And uh, Tushivili of Georgia defeated Bohr of Hungary, and that match was awesome. It was like the best match ever. It's just one of those. It was one of those matches. You gotta watch that match if you don't watch anything else. I'll link it to the show notes when this gets released, so that because I, I know. Some of you have suggested that these matches that I talk about, that I at least provide a link. And my podcast host is Podbean. And 
So I, I, I can I can link the YouTube on there, and I, I think I will. But but it's somebody had, somebody else had asked if I could continue with the timestamps in my show notes and maybe provide a way to automatically click on that note, and then you could get to whatever part you want to listen to. I believe I have a way to get around that. Podbean doesn't offer a, a means to do that inherently, but I think for some of the other podcast players on your mobile devices, if I if I do a little something, you, you'll be able to click on the timestamps from here on out and be able to get to the parts of the podcast that you're interested in listening to. I received a message on Reddit a, a couple of days ago, and I, it was an, it was of interest to me because it was in response to episode eight, which has been far and away my most popular podcast. I'm, I'm very proud of all of the episodes that I've done so far, but I got to tell you that episode eight, uh, talking about why Brazilian jiu-jitsu is, is dominating judo in the U.S. market, and turns out that's also happening in the U.K. and in Australia. Uh, but I, I received an interesting email from a fellow uh, up in Canada, so I'm going to read a little bit of this and, and just just to, I want to give you guys another side of some of this, some of my concerns, and that in maybe in other places, or I know in other places, it's not that big of a deal. But I'm going to read this email. I'll, I'll let you know. It's, it was actually a direct message. So, hey, I listened to your podcast, episode eight, and it was a lot of food for thought. So many things to think about regarding adult judo. Thank you very much. I am from Canada, and I am an assistant instructor at an adult judo club. It's all adults and we average classes about 25 people per class. We have an adult beginners program for four to eight months for those brand new to judo and they are taught break falls, newaza, but also how to throw. They do minimal randori. I think this is in line with what you discussed regarding uh, or discussed about getting adults into judo. It is successful for getting and retaining students. However, and this was really interesting to me. Once they get to the advanced class, notes here, yellow belt and up, they are terrified to do Rondori. Even some at green belt still won't Rondori much with the brown and black belts. It's been a puzzle for me on how to keep the adults interested and retain them, but also make them good at judo. Now, I thought that was a really interesting, uh, he says, you know, thanks, great podcast, keep it up. Uh, Thank you, you're welcome. Um... I thought he brought up a really interesting point because some of the things that I've been talking, I talked about in that podcast and in, in 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 or that particular episode and episode since is is how to get more adults involved in judo. Seems that this fellow has figured out a uh, this fellow's club has figured out a, a pretty interesting formula. I mean, twenty five people per class. I, I think I've said this before. The only time I've seen twenty five adults in a judo class in any of the clubs that I've been at has been for clinics. Now, I've been to some clubs where there's been as many as 15 adults. Uh, that That's probably been the most. And, and then you, you mix in some teenagers in there as well, and you have about, a you know... Tw- I, I So I've been to classes like that, but never, uh, you know, 25 adults. So I think I think his program is really interesting, and it, and it goes in line with some of the things that I've talked about on how to uh, get more adults involved in judo, but... This was a really interesting problem that I I've not really given it too much thought about. Once they get to to the next advanced class, that they're afraid to do rondori, and I'm not sure why. Because when you're doing rondori with which, for those who may not know, if you're new to the podcast and you don't even do judo, rondori is sparring. It's 
it's like sparring like you do in boxing except in judo it's 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 all throws and chokes and arm bars and such and but it's not it's not like simulated or anything like that you you actually go well you don't always go 100% all the time but you're really trying to throw somebody and they're really trying to resist you from being thrown so what's interesting here to me is that these beginners going up to the advanced class that they're afraid to go with brown and black belts which in my experience, going with a brown or a black belt is actually better uh, for those beginners than it is for them to go with peers at their own skill level because the brown belts and the black belts are going to have a lot more control in their techniques. Now, granted, they're a lot better and they move very differently than than uh, than beginners. And I, 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 I mean, I can attest to this. Sometimes when I'm doing Rondori with with people who are lower ranked i just flick my wrist a little bit and they practically jump out of their feet I, they jump off the mat and they they freak out but you know i i it's it's an interesting problem and but my my initial thought and response to this is that at least you're getting them to the advanced class you know if you get 25 adults and all 25 of those adults make it to the advanced class if you're able to retain two to three of those adults through brown belt and, and maybe they end up becoming a shodan, that's very successful in my opinion. Because we definitely need as 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 a you especially grassroots judo, we need as many adults that we can get in as possible. The kids are important, obviously, but we definitely need more adults. And I, I mean I think this program is great. If you could you get you get two or three people out of that twenty five that can eventually become a brown belt or, or and even move up to a, a black belt. That that would be really great uh, in, in my opinion. And you know, speaking of being an assistant instructor and getting people involved in judo and being able to teach effectively, I'm going to circle. I'm going to come full circle back around to the little teaser I had earlier about doing the first judo chop suey product review. Now, before I get to this review and this particular product, I want to make it absolutely clear that I am not a paid shill. Nobody paid me to do this product review. Nobody gave me any free access or did me any favors or nobody reached out to me on Twitter and said, Hey Dave, can you do this product review for me, man? It would be awesome. No, nobody did anything like that. I decided a couple of days ago to sign up for a website that I'm sure many of you are familiar with. And no, it's not Pornhub. Get your minds out of the gutters, you freaks. No, I signed up for superstarjudo.com. Now, I'm sure all of you judoka out there are very familiar with superstarjudo.com. If you follow fighting films on Facebook or, or Instagram or Twitter... If you go on YouTube and search on judo, chances are you're going to see a superstar judo video. Now, most most of the product that they put out there for free is available on the site, but it's certainly just a teaser. It's just it's just meant to advertise what their site is all about. So, I decided to sign up for Superstar Judo, and I want to give you my initial impressions of this product before any of you who have who have not subscribed decide to shell out your money for this service 
Now, I want you all to know in the event that you're not aware, my daytime job is a software QA tester. I'm actually a team lead at the company that I work for. So my chosen profession that I've been doing over the past 19 years is software testing, whether that's testing websites, whether that's testing applications that involves performance testing, manual testing, automated testing. So my entire professional career has been testing. No, I have not been this wonderful podcaster my entire life. I've, that's just a side thing that I do for absolutely free because I'm just one heck of a guy. But I'm going to approach looking at this site. I mean, I didn't test it for defects or anything like that, but I do test with my impressions as an end user as well. So not only do I do functional testing and and ensure that the product is working to specification, I also will test for interface issues or really the, the overall look and feel of a particular site or application and then give my recommendations from there. So I'm going to approach this particular review with that in mind. And I'm going to talk about the good. I'm going to talk about the bad. One thing, I want to get the bad out of the way first. Now, when I log on to Superstar Judo, I've got this nice dashboard. It says, hi, David. And there's a big thing on the right side. It's a link to this Fighting Films online store. You can go on there and and you, you can buy various products that Fighting Films offers, whether it's mats, judogi, accessories, videos, uh, you name it, they've got it. Well, they, they don't got kitchen sinks, but you you get the idea. Anything that's related to judo or or, other, or martial arts and products along those lines, they've got it. So the layout of this site is not quite what I would like initially. How would I describe it? This is, I would describe this site as a little clunky I, I I hate using that word because I, I think fighting films does a great job with the site I want to get that out of the way but the layout is a little clunky they so you have this dashboard it says dashboard slash hi David and then right under that it says hi David welcome to superstar judo underneath that they have like a scrolling uh, banner of sorts that shows the different videos that they're featuring so it's featuring so i'm seeing keiji suzuki deyashi barai now it scrolls on next to the 1991 world judo championships which is a documentary it would appear let's see they do have then it scrolled next to the 2016 olympic champion profiles so it scrolls in in you know now that i look at this the scrolling is not very it, it totally skipped over the fallon the fallon role uh, product that or video that they're promoting so it doesn't work as smoothly as as what i'm used to seeing from other sites it's not it's it's not terrible but it's it didn't right there just skipped on a thing that's supposed to highlight so underneath that you have the latest videos on superstar judo and then underneath that you have continue watching because there was a bunch of videos that i was watching earlier um uh, earlier yesterday so on the right side, like I said before, or if I didn't say it already, you have this Fighting Films online store banner. You have groups 
which has this arrow here. And if I click on groups, it takes me to this screen that says getting started with group. I'm not sure what this is. I'm getting freaked out. I'm going back. I'm clicking the back button on my browser. Let's see. Now it says favorite coaches. It would appear that my favorite coaches section is coaches that I've specifically clicked on over the past couple of days. So it looks like Neil Adams, Ol Bischoff, Dashtava, KG Suzuki. Looks like favorite category. So it looks like it looks like initially, because I've only been on the site for a couple of days, that on the right side is this section that breaks down it keeps track of what I have watched and what I may be interested in watching, or certainly what I have watched. Certainly I, I've seen uh Tachiwaza and Kumikata as as my favorite categories. Doesn't mean that I well, yeah, I guess it means that I haven't actually looked at some of the Ashiwaza stuff that they have. I guess it doesn't mean. I guess it means I haven't looked at anything regarding to say a te- 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 favorite technique section. All I've really watched is the Tayatoshi. So it's kind of interesting how it keeps track of you, your your viewing habits on that side. At least that's my impression. That's that's kind of neat. It's. I have to scroll down, and th- this is the weird thing. This initial dashboard screen, the upper banner there is so thick; it's like it's like literally two inches thick. So, so going from the from the 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 address bar all the way down to the end of this initial banner, it's 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 about two inches thick, and that's that's a lot of real estate on my laptop. It's a lot of it's a lot of browser real estate that they're taking up there. So again, I'm reviewing this as if I'm a QA guy, a, a software tester, or a website tester, and that's my initial impression there. So in order for me to see the favorite techniques, favorite categories, I got to scroll down quite a bit. If if I want a resource that is very quick, that I can quickly see what what my favorite coaches are, favorite techniques and stuff, I shouldn't have to scroll. That's just my opinion. Or I can roll over on a on a menu item that goes to the top 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 bar from left to right and, and at least be able to see that. It's not quite that way. The thing that annoys me the most about this layout is the left-sided bar. This is left-sided panel. It works. You know when if you're a Windows user, you can hide the taskbar at the bottom and you bring your mouse to the left and it pops up. Well, imagine a taskbar on the that's at the bottom and you can move the, the windows taskbar all around. I have mine on the bottom, but on the superstar Judo website, imagine a taskbar like that. That's on the left side. And if you scroll over it, it extends out furthermore. And then if you, if, so on that taskbar, I've got this thing called my superstar Judo. I've seen Judo coaching. I see blog and all about superstar Judo. By highlight Judo coaching, Another menu thing pops out and it says judo videos and judo playlists. And if I select or if I highlight over those and if I highlight over, uh, I, I manage to save a bookmark. If I say highlight over bookmarks, it shows um, the bookmark that I have. Ipon with Neil Adams, I bookmarked that. Uh, that's, that's a documentary that I want to watch. But now these menu items, these pop-outs have taken up half of the website, half of my browsing website. So let's say I am watching a video, Keiji Suzuki's Dayashi Barai, 
And if I, if my mouse scrolls over here, just to the first level of this of this taskbar that's on the left side, it covers the video as I'm watching it. So I'm, I'm playing it right now, one of the videos, and it covers the video. I, I can't see Keiji Suzuki's handsome face because this menu item is popping out over it. And if I if I go even further, I mean, I could cover if I go all the way to to the taskbar, select judo coaching, select bookmarks. Now, if I see my bookmarks, it's covering what I'm watching right now. Not cool. I, I think I think for the videos and the associated playlists, it needs to be its own pop out player of sorts, like how YouTube does it. YouTube, if 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 a video is part of a playlist. The focal point of YouTube is the video you're watching. And since Superstar Judo is not about reading, it's about watching videos, the focal point of the site needs to be about the videos. That's my initial impression when I'm browsing through here. Now, now on this taskbar on the left side, you've got this thing called about Superstar Judo. If I highlight this, um, I have there's a user guide on how to use the website. So if I click on the user guide, it brings me to this new page and it takes me essentially to a video that tells me how to use the website. I don't like that. Sorry. I, I, I don't think that's an ideal way to teach a user how to use the site. Maybe it is for some people. It's not ideal to me. Th- that would be like... I don't know. If I if I go to google.com, do I need a video on how to use google.com? I, uh, maybe that's too simple of an explanation. But if you need to have a video to explain to users how to use the website, I, I, I don't know if that's the best way to go about it. It tells me that your design is lacking. I'm not going to sit here and tell them how to design it better because they have to pay me. I do the podcast for free because I love doing it. I do my job because they give me the money. They give me the Benjamins, the fat stacks is what we say, is what I say. Actually, that's the first time I've ever used fat stacks in, in the context of money. But <laughs> just, sorry, that's that's the I, I heard that term on Breaking Bad. If you've never watched Breaking Bad, it's the greatest television show in the history of television. I don't care if anybody says it's the Simpsons. I don't care if you Older folks say it's MASH. Sorry. Breaking Bad's the greatest television show in the history of television. And and uh, Walter White's partner, his name's escaping me. I can't believe it. How can I say it's a favorite? Uh, Jesse always used to talk about making fat stacks from selling meth. I'm slinging mad volume and fat stacking Benji's. <laughs> so, so that's where the fat stacks came from. Anyway, like, moving on. I could. I'm not going to... Give free advice to them, even if they were to ask, they got to pay me, blah, 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 whatever. So that's the negative. But I need to get to the positive because this is the most important part, the positive. First off, the video quality, if you've seen it on YouTube, if you've watched these videos on YouTube, you know the quality you're going to get. The video quality, top notch, high def, you can't complain. It's It's fantastic. The audio quality, on a scale from 1 to 10, 10, 1 being the worst, 10 being the best, video quality is a 10, 10 through the roof. I give it, it, I give it an 11 out of 10. That's how good it is. These go to 11. Audio quality, 11 out of 10. 
Um, the studio that they're doing tech- these techniques on, great. I love the black backdrop with the Fighting Films logo. Not all the videos have that, but it's very important to, when you're doing videos that you don't have a lot of, what would I call it? Background noise, even if I'm not talking about audio noise. Background noise, background distractions. There are no background distractions here. It's, I, I'm, and I'm really glad about that. You've got the Fighting Films logo, and obviously you got, you, you know, you're going to have that logo in the background. It makes the most sense. What I didn't want to see and what you don't see, which is a good thing, is that you see these advertisements for like Dollar Mer mats or, or, you know, IJF's or British Judo or anything like that. You don't see advertisements like that in the background, and I think that's great. You, All of the judoka who are demonstrating are wearing fighting films gear. They're in a fighting film studio, and it, it's just production quality is, is 11 out of 10. These go to 11. And uh, that's, that's how I put it. I, now... As far as far as the content, I'm going to give it a. I know some people are going to probably scream at me about this. Eight out of ten. Look, fantastic content. I, 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 you can't complain about it. It's it's, and I'm not going to complain about it. I'm going to critique it. So, let's take a look at at KG Suzuki's content here, uh, and he goes over Dayashi Barai. Now. With Keiji Suzuki and this particular video series, he breaks they break it up into five parts for what he does. The, the you so you have the overview, the 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 details on the upper body, what the upper body's doing, the details on the lower body, on uh, the legs, the details on the Dayashi Barai versus opposite stance. And let's see, um, you know, the, the overview, the uh, upper body, the gripping, oh, the use of the hands, um, and what the free hand is doing. So there's a lot of uh, detail here, and it's broken up into five video parts for these videos. Now, if you were to combine a few, uh, uh, if you were to combine the number of videos and in in its length. You got about nine minutes of instruction for Dayashi Barai by Keiji Suzuki. These videos have timestamps and they have uh, date time. So something I want to get into that it's a negative that I just noticed as I'm going through the site. The Keiji Suzuki videos did not get released all at one time. I see the upper body video got released on 228. The the video on the legs got released on 31. The video on the breaking the balance of Kazushi got released on 32. So look. They obviously had these videos already made. So it's not like they they recorded the legs on on the same it's not like so when they released the 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 video on upper body it's not like they were recording the video on the lower body part on that day. They've had all these videos. My feeling is if you have the library of videos available, release them all in one day. Do what Netflix does. I mean, how I mean I'm sure many of my listeners here, many of you guys watch Netflix uh shows. I I know 
Iron Fist is going to be coming out next week for all you Marvel Cinematic Universe freaks out there like myself. Um, you got to release them all in one day. There's no reason to, re- to to release it day by day by day. If you're trying to claim that you have new material every single day, that's not very important. I would rather see new material once a week as long as I get the the, the, the scope of it all. Um. So with the quality of the videos, the quality instruction, the quality instruction is very good. I, like I said, 8 out of 10 in terms of content. The only reason why I don't think these videos get a 10 out of 10 is because I don't think the beginner would find a lot of value in these videos. There's a lot of things that are not spoken when doing these videos that the experience I by the experienced judoka is going to pick up on. There are things that so for you beginners out there that are listening as you get better in judo you recognize things that other people are doing and things that you are doing while you're doing your techniques. I would venture to guess that by just to give just to put it out there in generally speaking by about Niku is around the skill level and experience where you are able to identify the problems that you are having with your throws and start to correct them. So let's say you're throwing and you do a Tayatoshi. Your coach says, wow, that looked great. But you know something was missing. By about Niku you should be able to identify what it was that was missing and be able to correct it. And when you're watching other people demonstrate a technique, you should be able to pick up on the little nuances that they're doing that is not necessarily being explained. And this is what makes teaching judo very difficult for a lot of instructors. My judo coach taught me those nuances. He taught me to learn how to break down the techniques and and see the little things that I'm not doing to improve. Do you know who does a very good job with this kind of instruction is Dr. Roddy Ferguson. If you've ever watched his videos, he breaks down videos in a way that my judo coach used to. I know that he does a very good job with detailed explanations on what he's doing. I can't say the same thing about the little things that are evident to somebody of Suzuki's skill level that he may not even be bothering to teach. And this is why judo takes a long time for it takes a long time to learn because a lot of instructors look they just say, "All right, you know, grab the sleeve, lift up here, put your arm under here, turn your shoulders while you throw, look behind you, bend your knees, go ahead, do it." You know, a lot of instructors teach that way, and that's why it takes a long time. My instructor didn't teach that way. He taught me how to understand the throws. And since I have a a critical eye for these type of things, it takes time for people to develop that critical eye. And I think by about NIQ or EQ, you, you start to learn those type of things. Certainly by Shodan, you should be able to see these things that are not explained and be able to not only see them, 
but understand them and explain them to your students. That's my opinion. I, I don't think a lot of guys do that, but that's my opinion. You should be able to break down the techniques to its micro parts and what makes it work. Anyway, I'm giving this an 8 out of 10, not just Suzuki's portion, but all of the videos that I've watched so far in terms of demonstration and explaining the, the techniques. I give it an 8 out of 10 simply because I don't think the beginner or the intermediate player is going to readily find benefit to these techniques. Don't get me wrong. They will help you. But some of the nuances, like say the, the Ashiburai by Suzuki, I'm picking up on those nuances right away. It's not talked about in the video. And you know, I'm not going to break down why you know what it is he's not saying but you know if you want to have an idea you you watch the video and you can go back to me and you can ask me wait what did you see that I didn't see um and I can I can help you out but you have to sign up for the site speaking of which the site is 14.99 a month they have deals if you sign up for for 6 months or a year uh, I think for the what you're getting on the site 14.99 a month is a steal and I know this site, <laughs> to me, if you are the judo instructor that feels like your judo classes and your judo teaching is stagnating and that you need a breath of fresh air to re, uh, revitalize what you are teaching, <laughs> this is a must. I mean, look, I've had this, I've had this subscription for about two or three days already. I've already learned things, not only to teach my students, but things that I am go that is going to make my judo better. Things that are like, you know, like mind blowing things. Like, gosh, why didn't I think of that grip break while I was trying? You know, because you know, for example, the Dashtava has a great lapel uh, grip break that just never occurred to me before. I mean, I could I could sit there and 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 try and experiment with different grip breaks and here Dashava demonstrates a simple grip break that it's very effective. It's and not only that, but when I learned this grip break, I was teaching this to one of my students yesterday on a cross grip because the grip break was already that he demonstrates with a righty on lefty situation. But the principle of the grip break still applies in different situations. I was teaching this young kid yesterday. All right, look, I'm I'm gonna grab same side. You know, we're both righties. We're not righty-lefty. So I want you to try this grip break. Because I was like, oh, so why don't you do this? Apply this here. Put your, put your hand here and try this. And, and the kid picked it up in the second try. And he threw, he, he threw me for Osotogari, too, on, on top of that. So I, I took the fall. I, I, I mean, he's like a 12-year-old kid, you know. But anyway, Andy, that, that's besides the point. The fact of the matter is, is that I took the fall. And no, that's not the fact. The fact of the matter is, is that I was able to teach this kid something new that I just learned the other day. And now he can apply this to when he competes or when he does Rondori with other people in the class and such. He's, he's a good kid. He, he works hard. And, and, and the ability for me to teach something new and, and keep things fresh. I mean, th this site, if you're a coach... Now, look, <laughs> I mean, if, if you're, you know, somebody like Matt Diakino out in Australia, if you're a high-level judo coach, I don't think you're going to need this because you probably know most of this stuff and you're probably like 
you know, you look at this stuff and you're like, duh. But for the ham and eggers out there like me, for for the lo- local, low-level, grassroots judo guy like me, this is great. This is a great resource. And look, my, my coach learned from Jimmy Pedro and Jason Morris. He learned a lot. I learned a lot from him. I didn't learn everything. And he didn't know everything. But this, for me, is going to fill in the gaps of things that he never taught me and never could teach me. And Well, he can't teach me because he's since passed away. But instead of me traveling to different coaches around the country or around the world, I'm getting different coaches. I'm not, I sound like a cheesy infomercial here, but this is true. I'm getting different coaches from around the world to come to me. And Fighting Films has done a great job with this. So, look, if you're a student, you need something new for your game. If you're a, a, an instructor and you need, you need a, a breath of fresh air in the way that you're teaching, you got to sign up for this site. I mean, this, this is just great stuff. Um, so, so you are aware before you give them their, your money. You cannot download the videos. Well, look. If you're a hacker, you know what you're doing. Uh, I cannot confirm or deny that I know what I'm doing. But you can't download these videos. And that's good because they need this money. It should be supported. I don't encourage you to find a way to download these videos. These fighting films, Superstar Judo, Neil Adams, everybody involved should be compensated for the work that they're doing. Now, this is the first review that I've ever done on the Judo Chop Suey podcast. As I get, as I buy access or buy videos and such, I will review them and let you know if they're worth it or not. I'm a cheapskate. I I don't like spending money on myself. And there are things that I need that I just, I don't like buying. I I need a single weave Judogi. And I've needed one for years. And I'm still holding out until the day that, my double weave is just unacceptable to appear in public in, basically. So I need a single weave. Uh, I need one that's going to be under 60 bucks because I'm a cheapskate. If anybody can help me out and know where I can find a single weave for, for 60 bucks and under, that's good quality. It's going to last me for several years. Please let me know. So I'm not going to be this guy that does a bunch of product reviews. Hell, I mean... You send me something you want me to review, I'll do it and I'll 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 pimp it. I'll I'll pump it up. I'll I'll let you know what I think of it. But chances are nobody's going to send me that stuff because they've put a lot of hard work into that. So I don't expect that. So as I buy things over the next year, which will be every once in a while, I'll review it and let you guys know what I think of the site. So this site is fantastic. Uh, That's really the long and short of it. The site's fantastic. I think the website could stand better web design. I could, it could, it, it can really use an overhaul in design. I understand why they went this route with the design. So I'm not trying to be too critical of it, but I think there could have been a better way. It's a lot of, Especially at the top part, like I said, a lot of real estate being used used up that serves no purpose. I don't, again, I don't know why the header banner here needs to be literally two inches. And two inches sounds like a little bit until it's taking up, 
you know, a, a, a 12 to 14 inch screen, two inches is a lot. It's a lot of uh, website, website real estate. Anyway, that's my review of Superstar Judo. I hope you find it of benefit. And if you sign up, let me know what you think. Let me know what you think of this review. If you think it's it's off base, let me know. I'd like to hear from you. If Superstar Judo has helped you, let me know. Let's talk about it. Shoot me an email. I'll read it on the air. Like I said, as a reminder, it's judochopsuishow at gmail.com. If you want to tweet at me, it's at Lavita Judoka. Or shoot me a me- message on Facebook. You look up Judo Chop Suey. Let me know what you think of Superstar Judo. I think it's fantastic. And if you don't want to let me know what you think about Superstar Judo, at the very least, you could let me know what you think about the Judo Chop Suey podcast. I don't think it's nearly as fantastic, but I think it's pretty good so far. And I'm really enjoying my time here. If you've made it this far, I congratulate you. And, and would ask that if you want to leave a review... Or give me a thumbs up on either iTunes or Google Play Music or Stitcher or follow me on YouTube. Let me know how I'm doing. I'd love to hear from you guys. Shoot me, like I said before, shoot me a message. I want to, I want to hear from you guys. I want, uh, I want to know what your thoughts are on this podcast and how I can improve it. And if I'm doing a good job, I love hearing that. If you think I suck, I definitely want to hear from you. Um, because I'll read it on the air and, and get a good kick out of that. But anyway... I hope you have a great rest of the week. I hope all of your wildest dreams will come true. Train hard, stay safe out there, and until next time, I'm out. Open Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style. Open Gangnam Style.